Hey guys, what's up? Oh my gosh, I have never streamed my show on YouTube before, so this will be really interesting today. But anyway, if you don't know, hi, my name is Jess. I'm a 23-year-old recent college graduate. I say that even though it was like back in May, but I'm trying to navigate through life, be there to support you in your endeavors, and like adulting and stuff. I like to talk about, you know, coping with life after school, mental health, and self-development, as well as all things creative. And this podcast kind of acts as my therapy. So yeah, that's why we're here today. We love it. Anyway, so I also make this like a radio station. So I play my favorite songs in between. So yeah, Let's get the ball rolling, shall we? So, it's been a hot minute. I was working three jobs, as you may know from the end of last season, that, you know, I was overwhelmed. I didn't really have time to do much. Yeah, at the end of last season, you might have noticed that, like, I haven't really been as um, present with this or as motivated to do it, mainly... Like I said, I was working three jobs. I didn't have any days off, like literally none. Maybe like two or three in the span of like three months. So, you know, those days were focused on other things like my laundry and household stuff. So, you know, I know that it's kind of an excuse. Like if it's really important, you're going to make time to do it. But, you know, sometimes you got to listen to your body and put your mental health first. Also, today I'm in a new location. So like, this is my bedroom, welcome. (laughs) Like, okay. And that's because my father is working right now. I usually don't do my show this early in the day, but I feel like, you know what? We should just wake up all bright and sunny and you know, we can just thrive together. Also, I usually stream on Twitch. This season, I'm going to stream on YouTube, mainly because I feel like it makes more sense because this is just where the edited episodes go anyway. So I feel like it's just really helpful to have it all in one place. And also, you know, Twitch is mainly for gaming, so people in my demographic don't really go there to seek out content to watch. I feel like YouTube is more, like, open to that kind of stuff. But I haven't really streamed on YouTube very often or much. I don't know. I feel like when it's, like, to a broader audience, there's a little bit more pressure there. But honestly, I still feel at home. I'm chilling. I'm vibing. Despite this long intro, we're gonna get to some sort of content now. Basically, I'm gonna just talk about what's been happening in my life. So, you may have remembered that at the end of the last season, I was like so hyped. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna get my car. I did. I got my car. I'm so excited. Mo is here. He's thriving. He's a Honda HRV. He's orange and beautiful, and I love him. And I didn't really make a big deal about it when I got him initially, because I was like, I don't really wanna like brag or feel like I was kind of disregarding the state of the world by being like, ooh, look at my car, flashy, flashy, and all that. But, you know, at the same time, I'm really proud of myself, and it's something that I wanted to share, but I kind of held off because I didn't want to make anyone feel bad with the state of the world. Ultimately, yeah. But I'm very proud of myself. I paid for it. I made the first official payment yesterday for like, you know, paying off because it's, you know, financed. So like paying it off month to month. I put a significant down payment on my, I I talked the sales guy down and yeah, so I got it for the price I wanted to and I'm really happy about it. It was on my vision board. So guys, the manifestation. Okay. (laughs) So Anyway, also in other news, one of my seasonal jobs just ended, so I'm going to have a lot more time to actually breathe and take care of my mental health, because I feel like I was, like, running, I was running on empty for so long, and it was really starting to take a toll on me, but 
I'm just very thankful for, you know, working so hard. Because I haven't worked that hard in my entire life. The last time I worked that hard, and I mean, I really wasn't under, like, stress per se. The last time I worked that hard was a lot more stressful. And that was my senior year of high school, which I feel like is pretty ironic for most people. Because during most people's senior year of high school, they're like... We're just going to vibe and coast by and just get through and do nothing. Where for me, I was <laughs> I was under immense stress because I was in AP studio art. My teacher didn't like me. She completely discouraged me and didn't like my art and made me redo pretty much every single art project that I did. Like, and I was at one point like, six behind we had one do every single friday and most of them she was like i don't like it i feel like it helped me kind of get better at working under pressure because i feel like i i feel like i'm now kind of good at that like i don't know when you are working under pressure you're kind of forced into completing what you need to complete and starting and being motivated I'm the kind of person, though, sometimes it gets, it takes a lot for me to start, but once I start something, it's a lot easier for me to just, like, finish it all in one sitting. I'm that kind of person. But getting me to start sometimes can be difficult, but I'm working on it, okay? That's, that's what we're about. We're all about self-improvement. We're all about getting better, seeing our flaws, making improvements. That, however, I also... I enjoy like I enjoy self-development but at the same time it's a double-edged sword because it's like if you always want to continue to prove and accomplish your goals and have a direction I feel like you take less time to like live in the present and be like oh I'm so thankful for what I have but then with manifestation it's like you have to live in the present and be thankful for the present and be grateful to get more of the things that you want but ultimately like constantly chasing after like goals I feel like is uh, unhealthy you know what I mean I feel like there's some points at life when you shouldn't have any and you should just like chill and enjoy like thoroughly so I feel like at this point I am going after all of like the personal projects I'm enjoying and things regarding my career my life because otherwise I feel like I'm putting it I've been putting it on the back burner for so long because I've been working, you know, at jobs that I don't particularly feel fulfilled at for, like, a long time. And it's, like, a very necessary step to, like, be able to now focus my attention back on my goals. So even though it was a break from me pursuing my goals, I was also just crazy busy with (laughs) everything. But... The holidays were great. I hope your holidays went really well. I think that it was really nice to have Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. It was just like my immediate family. So just the five of us and my dog. We cannot forget her. We love her. But I feel like having a small intimate gathering with kind of just your family is just like super nice. I feel like a lot of families nowadays don't really spend a lot of time together and it's sad my family does like family dinners at least we try to every single night and we all sit and eat together and have a meal and from hearing other people's like family dynamics a lot of people don't do that anymore so they think that what we do is weird and then when I think about it like I feel like that would be weird to just you know fend for myself and eat dinner alone I don't know that's kind of just sad to me (laughs) so it was just super nice and low-key we didn't have to like stress about you know, cleaning up the house for the masses. I mean, usually our gatherings are pretty small anyway. It's usually just, like, my immediate family and my aunts. So that's pretty much what that was about. And, you know, it was just a really, it was a really good time. Moving on to the new year. Yes, I know it's a a little bit late. Filming January 12th, um, this episode. So, you know, New Year's resolutions. Half of January is already almost over. I feel like, you know, most people are kind of in the swing of things, already starting to lose what they wanted to do. 
but I feel like it's still January, so I can still talk about this, okay? Might be a little bit delayed, might be a little bit late, but I feel like I can still talk about this and it'll be okay. If it was February and I was talking about this, I feel like it would be unacceptable. I'm kidding, but <laughs> I feel like it's still a good time to talk about that kind of stuff. So that's part of today's topic. Today's topic is just me discussing like and reflecting on 2020 and also what I have planned for this year. What my big goals, dreams, and aspirations are, I'm kind of putting it out into the void to, you know, in hopes of someone holding me accountable. <laughs> it's like some random person being like, sending me a DM, being like, you should be doing that thing, and you're not doing that thing. And I'll be like, yes, I should do that thing because you reminded me to do the thing. Yeah, so. I know, very specific. But anyway, so... That's kind of what we have planned for today. So I'm going to start with some music. We're going to have some 15 minutes of my musical selections, mainly Spotify's musical selections, because I'm going to play my Spotify 2020 rap playlist, because this is all about 2020 and the transition to 2021. So I feel like it would just be so fitting. I also had a whole episode planned about my music taste and music and everything and so that was supposed to happen before this but uh, it didn't so that might be next episode and i was gonna share my spotify rap to then and kind of discuss all my stats because i'm a nerd i literally make powerpoint presentations every single year of my spotify stats okay who is that extra just me cool anyway uh let's get on to the music up first we have the story by conan gray so the first song i played was the story by conan gray then cigarette daydreams by cage the elephant paradise valley by honey and the sting if you want to hear the full songs i do a live stream of the show on my youtube channel so check it out Alright guys, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed my musical selection so far. Or Spotify's. Those were some songs that I really vibed with, apparently, in 2020. The story, we love Conan Gray. A stan. Cage the Elephant. I don't know. Cigarette Daydreams is always a song that I just put on in the car and drive to, and it's my vibe. And then Paradise Valley is very jazzy. Not everyone's taste, but I really liked it for some odd reason because normally I don't gravitate towards that kind of music, but like it happened <laughs> in 2020. So, speaking of 2020, let's let's just discuss how the year went for me. All right. I'm going to start by saying 2020 was a very interesting year out of all the years I've been alive. I'm 23. I haven't been alive too long, but I feel like it's going to be the most or one of the most influential years of my whole life. I feel like it's a year to remember regardless if it was good or bad for you. Surprisingly for me, it wasn't the worst year of my life. And I am thankful that I can say that because I feel like it's the opposite for a lot of people. I can't just like deny what was happening in the world or be completely oblivious but to keep my mental health in check i had to like distance myself from a lot of you know the news and the media because it was just very very negative this year with everything going on you know everything that went on everyone knew everything that went on so yeah but I feel like this year for me, or this past year, 2020, was a really big year for transformation. I feel like I'm in a very different place from where I was in the very beginning of the year. Which is super funny because <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I was going through the hardest time that I ever did in my whole life. And that was in the months before, you know, the pandemic really blew up it was before the pandemic that i was actually a lot more unstable <laughs> during this whole thing which is crazy to think about because i feel like most people it's a flip-flop but let me explain my situation so i don't know i feel like in past episodes i may have mentioned mentioned something along the lines of what was going on with me what was happening so 
I was in college still, which is crazy thing about a year ago, I was still in college. Oh, okay. Um, so I was, you know, I, I went through a traumatic experience in 2019. I don't really want to get into it because, you know, it's a lot to unpack there. But essentially, I was still kind of like emotionally dealing with that. And it was, I was letting it really negatively affect me. And I was in an environment where this a traumatic experience occurred and I was being surrounded by people who reminded me of that trigger. And so it was difficult for me to really like, you know, take care of my mental state and feel, you know, fulfilled and whole and really stable enough to function, <laughs> you know, doing normal stuff and taking care of myself it was difficult for me to do solely because i was surrounded by all these things that reminded me of it and then you would think about the situation and then every time you think about it your body's hormones actually react in the same way as you reliving it and the neurotransmitters um interact in the same way and so it's like you're reliving it over and over again and you get in those patterns and then you know you kind of spiral right and so yeah i was i was spiraling i wasn't treating my body the best and it was just really hard i felt very isolated i felt very alone and i'm smiling through this because it's crazy to think about how much i've changed since then okay so ultimately my semester was cut short because of, you know, Rona in these streets. So basically, I left school at first. I was sad because I was like, oh, I'm going to miss my friends. And I didn't get the full college experience. And it, my, my um, you know, my childhood was cut short. Basically, most of my life, I've been very resistant to, a, like, growing up and adulting and, you know, becoming more mature and taking on responsibilities and that's solely because when I associated becoming an adult and kind of like you know get gaining those responsibilities I saw like my joy and my freedom being stripped away um, in my mind because I don't know when I think of someone like in the real world where how I used to think about it is like you grow up and then you're miserable at a job you don't like and you feel like you're stuck there and I'm and I didn't want any part of that so I really like resisted it most of my life for as long as possible okay as long as I possibly could until I was like forced to make decisions and you know that's kind of just the pattern right so so yeah so at when my semester was cut short at first I was upset about it because I was like well now I don't really have socialization. I don't really have friends around me because, you know, at times I didn't feel like they fully supported me through my trauma and, you know, did not change how they were behaving towards me. But I, I couldn't expect that of them. To be honest, I couldn't expect it of them because I probably would have reacted the same way that they did because we just weren't too close. They were people who were there, but we weren't tight. We weren't friends. And that's because I have always, you know, in the past had my walls up. I didn't want to let anyone in because I was like, hmm, you're going to leave me. But that's all about my abandonment issues. We discussed that in a previous episode. I'm not going to delve into that. But overall, yeah, that's where I was. And it was cut short. And... It was a blessing in disguise that it was cut short because I was away from those triggers. I was away from those people who reminded me of the situation that I didn't want to be in. And, you know, at that point, immediately after my semester was cut off, I'm like, I was, I was really feeling it like bad. It was rough. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was rough. So I took it upon myself. I'm like, I can't just go day to day living like this. Like I am, I I need to be able to function. I need to be able to be happy again because I know what happiness feels like. And I mean, it's good to know what happiness feels like. So I 
took it upon myself to try something new I got really really into self-development like zero to a hundred into self-development I was I was literally religiously watching Wesley million dollar version or now he's billion dollar virgin but I was so malleable at this point that it really went from zero to a hundred really quick I purchased one of his programs I'm not gonna say which one but essentially I I threw myself at it because it was something I haven't tried before and I know that if you continue to do the same thing you're gonna get the same result regardless of what it is and I was like I'm not gonna sit and wallow and not take care of myself anymore and you know let it affect me because you know everyone deserves to be happy everyone deserves a life why 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 should I be harder on myself than I am on anyone else I'm always the kind of person who could see the good in other people why couldn't I see the good in myself so I was like you know I'm gonna make a change so I I watched the secret documentary I fell into manifestation law of attraction all that all that jazz all that stuff and so essentially like I said I threw myself at it and in this program Wesley was saying oh for the next 90 days you shouldn't watch any tv and only listen to you know self-development talks and optimistic things and only read positivity and all that and only focus on you know growing and doing and being as productive as you can be well that can be good i didn't ease myself into it i just threw myself at it i just went and i did it and it was crazy it was like an immediately like immediate switch i became the most optimistic person i've ever been in my whole life and it felt good at the time but i was really turning into a shell of a human being i wasn't letting anything like affect me emotionally it was just a constant state of happiness which felt very like it didn't feel human it felt like very dissociated i don't even know how to describe it but because of this i was so open to any opportunities that were coming my way i got swept up into an mlm and i have a whole other podcast episode on that so i'm not going to really go into depth but yeah ultimately after i i was throwing myself into it i was continuing to push myself and i worked so hard in that mlm it gave me a sense of community it gave me a sense of purpose and being and you know i ultimately felt so 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 happy after i felt so 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 sad and when you go from extreme to extreme like that it's really not healthy so obviously at a certain point i went too hard i didn't have hobbies anymore my friends and family felt distant from me and i was i was not about to cut people off who have been consistent in my life because you know why the people in your life should be the most important thing and i i wasn't i wasn't really seeing that so at a certain point i hit a wall i crashed i attended this virtual convention for this for this whole big thing they even said they're like you're either gonna really get hyped about this or you're just really gonna know it's not for you and i was like this isn't for me and i wasn't passionate i was trying to sell products that i wasn't passionate about i didn't like they were overpriced and you know frankly they i didn't think that they were the best for the price and i was i wasn't passionate about it and i felt like i was manipulating people and i didn't want to feel like that anymore so i was like okay ending this cutting this off and after that i was at a low again i had to really kind of reprioritize my priorities and you know get my life straight though because of that it forced me to get a part-time job because before that i wasn't working because i needed to pay the dues but literally in not to go too in depth with mlm but you have to pay for the educational material that they give you they give you material to really also get you into the proper mindset a lot of self-development sort of things pretty much brainwashing in a sense but in a pot like in a positive way like you feel good you feel like a sense of community but 
ultimately if like i said if you go in too fast and too hard it's very detrimental trust me i learned the hard way (laughs) and so yeah after that um the good thing about yeah like i said the good thing about that is it forced me to get a part-time job to pay the dues i kept the part-time job after that ended and you know i was i was working and you know it wasn't too much during the week and it gave me time to really just reflect on what I just went through and kind of recover. And, you know, it was a good thing to recover from that. I needed time to just, like, be there. I needed time to feel like a human again and feel the low. Even though it was, like, up, down, up, down. Yes, it was very chaotic at that point. So... After a few weeks of coming and going, I, you know, got back into my passions. I got back into YouTube. I got back into this podcast. And I was focused on myself and what truly makes me feel fulfilled and me feel happy. As opposed to really throwing myself into something to try to make someone else look good. Because that's kind of what the whole (laughs) MLM thing was about. Uh, and, you know, at that point I was like, I, I want to start a business for myself. Not, not with any, like, cause how they market the MLM is like, oh, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Like the thing is that I want to build a community surrounding my own like business and my passions. I can do that. If I'm not passionate about it, even if you're in business, not alone, you know, you still feel a hierarchy there. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be part of that. No, thank Goodbye. <laughs> but nothing against those people. If they enjoy it, they enjoy it. If it's not for them, it's not for them. So, um, yeah. So after that, I was getting back to my roots, where I was, my passions, my love for music. I was listening to music again. Thank God. I was watching TV shows again. Thank God. Because um, you can't just like work to the bone all the time it became a workaholic and it was bad so you know the next few months I kept it pretty chill after that around you know October I got two more two more jobs like I said I was working seasonally for two of them and then I continued with my original part-time job and so I was working constantly which got me back into like a workaholic tendency but it also, you know, pushed me to be better. At the same time, though, I was keeping up with, like, you know, my emotional state practices. I was doing meditation. I was reading self-development books. But they weren't the entire consumption of, like, media that I was, like, mentally ingesting, if that makes any sense. Like, I didn't just solely want to absorb that stuff because I know what it did to me the first time. I wasn't gonna feel this amazing high, become a shell of a human being, and then, like, crash again. It wasn't gonna happen, and, you know, you have to have a balance, and right now I feel like I have the most balance, but, you know, this was just time for me to focus on myself and what mattered to me, and it it was just so good, and it's still good. Like, now I feel like I'm stable i have a sense of direction and you know i'm finding my self-worth each and every day by still incorporating the self-development spirituality kind of stuff and that's what worked for me doesn't have to work for you but like you know everyone has their own strategies of feeling better you know and that that was mine but you know i really also threw myself into work to get my car because I felt like doing that step and making that big of um a purchase on something also helped me get rid of my fear of spending money yes I had a fear of spending money it ran deep (laughs) I would literally I was the most frugal person I would not spend like any money I did I was like okay if I can get this as a gift why why do I need to buy it now the only time I would spend the money is if it was like a limited time sort of thing and I was like, 
you know, I can't get this at any other time. Might as well. And I only did that, like, once the whole year. So, I was really committed. I was like, every single penny I'm making is going towards saving for my car. And I did it. My goal was by the end of the year to get it, and it happened. So, I'm really, really thankful for that. I also began to get back in touch with my roommates from college. Um, They were, like, the real people in my life. Not to say anyone else was fake, but I mean, like, they, I opened up to them the most, and they got me the most, um, besides maybe, like, one other person, but, you know, everyone loses touch with people, and it's chill, it's fine, we move on, um, but yeah, I started a program also around that time, maybe in September, maybe a little earlier, um, to start a virtual assisting business, and I'm kind of pursuing that right now, as well as, you know, this podcast and my YouTube channel. I really know that now, like, I'm so blessed with, like, what I have, the skills I possess, and a year ago today, I could not say that. I was at the complete opposite end of the spectrum in regards to self-confidence and self-worth, and you know, I now have time because my one job ended to really dedicate myself to things I want to do. And I feel like it was good to have some time just like me and focusing on myself and being a little bit more selfish because usually I would let other people um, kind of dictate what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. And now I'm starting to really like not give a crap about anyone else's opinion of me because why should that matter like if i'm doing what i want to do and it's going to make me happy and i'm passionate and i have passion behind what i'm doing and what i'm going for i feel like you can really get anywhere if you have you know the desire you know and to contradict myself and be like, oh, I don't want to grow up and get a job and being an adult and have responsibilities. It's like, now I'm excited. Like, I'm excited to do that. I'm excited to save enough money to move out and take the next step in my life. I'm excited to go deep into my career and really, like, get all in there. And, like, it's solely just a matter of going and doing things that you thoroughly enjoy and following your truth and living in free will and doing what you want to do i because the one the one thing that i believe deep down to my core is that the day i feel stuck at a job and i need it for stability and the day i complain every day and it feels like life is blah and, you know, it's kind of just like, eh, whatever. It's the day I emotionally die. I don't want to emotionally die in this lifetime. So, I'm going to always keep myself on my toes and continue to pursue different things. And, like, it makes me feel whole to create things. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I have my YouTube channel. That's why I make art. That's why I, I you know, spread my message, I guess. That's why I talk. You know? And a year ago, I would be like, you don't, you don't deserve a platform. You don't deserve a voice. But like, literally everyone deserves to share their opinion and be themselves. And, you know, I feel now that I'm empowered to do that. And I hope I can inspire you to feel empowered to do that and live in your truth and do what you want to do. Because people who... Are, there's going to be people in your life who don't fully get it, who don't fully support you, and you have to learn to come to terms with that, you know? And then there's going to be people in your life who, like, fully support you and are so positive and you feel like you're being wrapped in a warm hug. Those are the people you need to keep around you because people who are going to talk down about your big dreams and, you know, try to bring you down to earth and make you feel all practical... Yes, there is a time and a place for practicality, but you shouldn't talk someone down until they've actually tried to pursue what they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like discouraging. You're trying to make them 
fit into society's mold of who you should be and what you should do and you're not letting them fully creatively express themselves it's like being withheld i don't know that's my two cents but anyway we're gonna get back to some more musical bops and then i will talk about my 2021 goals if i haven't ranted on long enough so all right here's on to music achy bones with a happy fish read my mind by catfish and the bottleman as well as 21 by Jenna holiday Okay, guys, as always, I hope you enjoyed my musical selections because, you know, we honestly love it. We love to see it here on Jess in the Flesh. <laughs> so, anyway, 2021 goals. Now, I'm just going to get into what I want to do this year, what I want to accomplish, okay? So, ultimately, I have them all in separate categories so i'm just gonna start with my personal goals now well for starters i want to make more time for my hobbies i i like to paint play the ukulele fun stuff like that because of all of this working i've been doing i haven't really prioritized my hobbies and that's something i feel like i should do more often and you know it's always good for the soul you feel I also want to just do something creative every day, something that makes me think and do and make things because that makes me feel fulfilled, that makes me feel happy, regardless of what I'm creating. If I am pretending to be a master chef one day and I create a meal that doesn't have a recipe, creating, you know, or if I just create a trail of crumbs (laughs) from snacking, potentially, um... (laughs) getting not not that but you know what i'm saying i also want to read one self-development book every single month right now i'm reading breaking the habit of being yourself by dr joe dispenza i believe i'll put the name on the screen ultimately it's super super interesting it's about the science kind of behind um how we fall into habits and why we fall into habits And also how we can change our thinking to affect our subconscious brain and how the the neurotransmitters continue to fire in similar patterns even if we want to, like if our mind's saying, oh, I want to make a change and accomplish this goal, sometimes our body and our mind don't work together. So the body's neurotransmitters fire in the same way as they always have because of um, habits. And so that's why it is quite difficult to break bad habits. So it's kind of talking about that, but also talking about um, the power of, uh, not manifestation, but like meditation and how you can change how your brain functions. So then you can achieve your goals. It's really interesting, but it's very dense. So if you're not into dense reads, I don't recommend. But if you are, it's super fascinating so far. I'm about halfway through right now. So next, career and money i just categorize these together because you know your girl felt like she needed to don't come at me (laughs) so one of my goals is to have a full-time income whether that be from a full-time job or my business that i'm trying to grow or a combination of a part-time and some i just would like to have a full-time income you know because i feel like it's a good step in the right direction to kind of figure out my career the path i want to go in life and see what really truly drives me and fulfills me right now i am gearing more towards a job in graphic design or digital marketing i prefer to work remotely so then when the time comes for me to move out i'm able to move wherever i'm currently based in new jersey hella expensive and if you saw the news it said it was the most popular state to move out of so love that (laughs) so yeah i don't know where i want to move to potentially down south or out west i really don't know like i can see myself living in the midwest 
I've had a fascination with living in Seattle for some reason. Might live there for a little bit. And, you know, at some point I want to do, like, a cross-country road trip. So, it would be very helpful to work remotely so I could still work while I'm doing my road trip. And experiencing, not the world, but, like, the country, I guess. So, yeah. That's why I also want it remote. This year, I also want to actually fully launch my virtual assistant business. It's called Jess in the Flesh. I'm kidding. <laughs> this is a podcast. It's called, um, or it's called Refresh with Jess. And I like refresh um, small businesses, brands, YouTubers, branding, and help them, you know, really be able to share their message through visuals. Like I said, branding, design, video editing, offer those kind of services, and also some gen admin stuff If that, upon request. I'm not really trying to fully do that kind of stuff because it doesn't bring me as much joy or fulfillment, but it's still fulfilling to help other people try to build something and grow. So, yeah. I'm planning on launching that maybe by the end of February, potentially before that. I need to pick a tentative date. I haven't done that yet, and that's something that I plan on doing soon. So, in regards to money, you know, I just want to make, like, you know, like, full-time, save it, and... I told myself that I would be out of here, blow this popsicle stand, by um, two years after I graduated. So, year one's coming up. So, I have a little, I have like a year and a few months to really save up and move out. Wherever I move to, I don't know, but I do want to save up also for a townhouse or a single family home because I'm the kind of person who has so many different hobbies, so I want, like, my own little spaces for different things. Like, you know, I want my own little, like, room for my studio, my own little workout room, my, my own little office space. You know, like, I feel like that'd be so dope, and even if it was just me in a single family house, we love that. But also, I was thinking about a townhouse because with a townhouse, like, I don't have to do the yard work. And, you know, it would be better if I had a dog. Because I'm definitely going to get a dog. I'm also going to get a cat at some point. But, yeah, I'm not going to get a dog until I have a... I'm living in a place with a yard. Because having a dog in an apartment just seems like (laughs) a lot, okay? So, I would rather just them be able to easily access nature if they need to do their business we love that also youtube goals on my main channel youtube.com slash wise i really want to get 1000 subscribers i feel like that is an attainable goal i also want to get monetized on there i've been on youtube on that channel for like five years now five ish almost six and it hasn't really gone anywhere i made an entire podcast episode about why it hasn't but i feel like this is the year that i'm going to be fully committed and post weekly really go all in on that it's a good creative outlet that i have because it's work but it still forces me to do things and have fun like I don't know because I feel like sometimes I don't take enough time to like have fun and so by doing something creative but also productive while also just like goofing off and having a good time with my little my little 12 year old boy sense of humor (laughs) like it's it's so nice and I, I enjoy it and I feel like it's super super attainable right now I have like 400 and I don't know I have over 400 subscribers on there so I feel like it's attainable I think I can do it so yeah also for this podcast slash radio show I'm gonna try to make new episodes weekly you know I think the seasons are gonna be maybe like 10 to 15 episodes unless 
you know if you want more let me know but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have maybe like three to four seasons this year we'll see i'm not gonna make any promises but when i'm in season i want to post weekly and i'm already doing this one i said i want to begin doing the live stream on youtube instead of twitch so accomplished and i explained why at the beginning of this episode so you already heard that social goals okay i feel like this one is gonna be an endeavor for me this is gonna be a big step okay all my life at least until recently i felt like you know i don't deserve friends and no one can relate to me and that like you know i'm just not a good person and so no one should be in my life and you know between that and being conditioned with you know letting certain events impact me and how i viewed friendships and attachments to people you know that's why (laughs) but this year i really want to make an effort to like find my people okay i feel like i haven't found my people yet and like that's fine keyword is yet i know that there are people out there who will get me who are into who have really cool personalities common interests as me i feel like not a lot of people in my current environment or in my life totally get me um especially since becoming more spiritual and going down like um a path of self-development and self-improvement because you know you can't force someone to do that and it's ultimately everyone's free will to do what they want and i just want people who you know want to be better and have positive energy and are driven around me because then that'll motivate you to do the same and also it's just always so good to have a support system and some socialization and just some love just some true deep connection okay and a lot of the times i feel like i just haven't experienced it yet and i feel like it can definitely happen and i'm excited for it and i also wanted to start reaching out to people to be my mentor you know like reach out to people who inspire me like dm them maybe annoy them a little bit just so they give me attention (laughs) i'm kidding not really but like i just want to be able to continue to learn from people who are where i want to be now right like they're where i want to be and so i want to listen to them and their advice so then i can get to where they are now okay i think i think i got there (laughs) so i want to start learning from these people who i deem experts and people who i'm inspired by yeah because that'd be cool to have a connection going on you know and networking never hurts anyone except emotionally sometimes but you know it i don't think it's it's painful you've got to rip off the band-aid i also want to you know get some guy friends it's funny because i feel like growing up i've only had female friends but i feel like i would be chiller with dude like guy friends like i feel like i'm one of the bros but i was never actually one of the bros you know yeah i just feel like they're more lax they're more chill and they would help balance me out with my like you know my goal setting type a side of my personality they'd help like you know chill me out and you know de-stress my life and make it more fun and entertaining so yes I also just, in general, want to have more fun. I want to go and do things. I know with um, the virus and everything, I'm not sure how how much of the world will evolve to actually go and do things. But I'm hoping, at least near the end of the year, I can go and do fun things and be social with people in person. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And so, for my health and well-being goals... I want to meditate every morning. I've been doing that. I've been going strong. I feel like my day isn't complete without meditating. I just feel like it's super helpful. It just makes you calm. 
makes you content, makes you live in the present. And also, even if I'm, I'm doing a guided meditation and I'm, you know, sometimes, especially when you're first starting, it's hard to like zoom in onto like what the person is trying to tell you, like what they're saying and like really focus on that and not let your thoughts kind of cloud what, you know, the experience, you know? And so I sometimes get my best thoughts while meditating and not really paying attention to the person who is doing the guided thing. But I do try to do that and it's really nice. I also wanted to script once a week, which if you don't know, scripting is like a a technique where you journal in the present, but like your dream life because your mind can't really know the difference between if it's happening now or happening, you know, later, whatever. Because you're writing in the present, so it interprets the experiences as real and you're feeling those emotions and all that. It's a whole law of attraction thing. I mean, not everyone's into it, but I feel like it helps me. It gets me in a good vibe place. I'm content doing that. I have yet to do that. I know it's two weeks in and that was on my list. Um, I may do it less frequently, maybe once a month, but you know, to each their own. (laughs) I also want to do like monthly reflections to kind of reflect on things that I accomplished this month and also just like things I want to do to keep the ball rolling in the upcoming months. Um, And that's going to be all in my planner, which, oh my goodness, I got a a Freedom Mastery Planner. This isn't sponsored, by the way. This thing is the best my best invest it was like 30 bucks but it was worth it okay basically it helps you figure out like your life direction it helps guide you through your main goals your priorities things you want to focus on and it's like do these five things accomplish these goals before you focus on anything else and i feel like that's really helpful to me because i am definitely the kind of person who is like okay i'm bored of this i want to try something else then I start a new project. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm bored of this. I'll try something else. I, I tend to like jump to different things before actually completing anything. And I feel like this is going to force me to be like, okay, you got to do these five things first to, to like, I don't know, complete your goals. And that that's just something I struggled with in the past. Um, also, it just has so many different things. If you're into law of attraction, self-development, that, that's, that is a it's a great tool, great investment. They also have like undated ones, so you can start whenever. It's so dope. Oh my gosh. I can't rave about it enough. But anyway, enough about that. It's not sponsored, so I'm not gonna let it waste more time. <laughs> so I also said I wanted to work out at least four times a week. Last week I did three. So you know, not certain not the strongest. I still did work out. I still did make my body move. But I feel like it's good to have like workout days and then not. There was also a brief time when, you know, during last year when I was in the midst of the whole MLM thing to try to get back on track. Like after that ended, I was working out every single day. And yo, I looked, I looked, I looked good. Okay. <laughs> I looked good. So, we're trying to we trying to get back to that. But also not just looking good, it's about feeling good. Like I felt super good too. And so, you know, after the holidays, when you when you're munching on your snacks, um yeah, trying to get back into moving, grooving, eating better, the yeesh. I also said to drink six glasses of water a day. I'm, I've always been awful at hydrating myself. It's funny though, because whenever I would go donate blood, they'd be like, oh, your blood's so watery. Do you drink a lot? I'm like, no, I literally don't drink water. So I feel like my body's compensating for the lack of fluids I ingest. So if I actually drank the proper amount of water, I'd probably be anemic. That's my theory, but I'm still going to try to do it anyway and see if it has any effects on me at all. In a positive way, <laughs> we're hoping. Um, I also said I'd have a daily salad. I've been sticking with that pretty well. 
there's a couple days I missed here and there, but, you know, I feel like doing that is good. It encourages me to eat healthy, but it's not like, oh, this is the amount, exact amount of calories you need to eat every day. It has to be this kind of food and this amount of protein. And I feel like there's pressure in that or saying like, oh, I want to reach this weight. You know what I mean? I... I feel funny about saying like, oh, I want to hit this weight, this goal, this weight is my ideal weight. Because there have been times when I've weighed more but looked better or felt better. So it's like, you can't really put a number on that. And you know, muscle weighs more than fat. And so there's a whole misconception, but I'm not going to get into that whole tangent because I can go on about that for a long time. So... I also wanted to listen and watch more self-development content because it does put me in a good mood, in a good place. It's very positive, uplifting, optimistic. You know, the more you listen to that stuff, the more optimistic and happy you become. The thing is, you know, I'm sick of complaining about dumb things and it's, it's a good way to like get a hold of my emotions. I feel like I'm becoming more stoic and I'm not as quick to, you know like snap because sometimes you know sometimes something like things would build up and then one thing would trigger me and I'd explode I don't want to do that anymore I kind of I want to be able to express what I'm feeling and my emotions but I don't want it to be like all at once or really just let little things affect me I'm just trying I'm trying to learn how to not let little things get under my skin most of the time, when people treat you wrong or, you know, not the nicest, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to just do with them and what they're going through. And so, I have to see it from that lens and focus on that. I also really want to find a skin routine that works, okay? Your girl has been struggling, trifling through these streets year after year and... I feel like I just need to do go do a deep dive into watching Hiram um, on YouTube, you know, the skin god, and maybe that'll help me. I I feel like my skin actually has got a lot better than it used to be, but you know, I have some scarring, I have some breakouts, some parts of my skin are really dry, some parts of my skin are really oily, so it's like, what do I use? Um... So I really want to kind of experiment with that and also just take better scare, take better scare, no, take, take better care of my skin in general. Okay. For learning and education, I have a whole section dedicated to that because, you know, I'm a nerd. Even though I'm out of college, I'm still a nerd and you, you should always keep learning and trying new things because... You know, life is a learning experience, and the more you learn, the more well-rounded you be, and the more things you have to pull from to engage in conversation, or just, like, um, deal with another situation in your life, you know? But anyway, I want to complete um, the virtual assisting course that I started. Yes, I took a course on how to set everything up and do everything, because, you know, I wanted to. It was an investment in myself. And I am honestly thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I'm not going to plug it because I'm not an affiliate yet, but I'm going to become an affiliate soon and then I'll plug it. But it's super, super thorough. It goes over everything you need to do from like, you know, what should, what services should I offer to, you know, how to package everything, how to do your portfolio and how to like market to people. And also all the tax stuff, because I feel like that was what was the most daunting or still kind of is a little bit daunting, but it's very thorough in how you go about doing taxes um, while having an independent business or being an independent business owner. It's really, really interesting. It goes over, you know, setting up your EIN numbers and everything. So it's it's really good in depth, uh, 10 out of 10 very very thorough everything you need to know is in there you know unless you're offering services that are like specialized then you can look up youtube videos but 
setting it up, doing all this stuff, super helpful. I also want to learn to read tarot cards better. I have been into tarot for a while. I've had a couple of tarot decks for a year or two, maybe, and I really enjoy it, okay? Here's the thing. I like to, I, I, I guiltily watch, <laughs> not guiltily, my guilty pleasure is watching tarot readers on YouTube, and it's like, the more you watch them, the more you kind of pick up what the cards mean, but I have a book that kind of explains what the cards mean and how to use them in certain spreads and everything. At the same time, I feel like I, at least, I've been doing readings for myself, like I'll do like a daily card pull or whatever, and kind of interpret what that means to me, and how... And how that personally kind of like affects, you know, my day and how I go about doing things. I feel like um, tarot cards aren't like something that's like set in stone. Like this will happen to you, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like it's just a helpful tool to get in touch with your intuition. But also like giving you just general good advice, you know, because sometimes other people in your life don't have your best interest in mind. And you don't know you better than yourself, so you interpreting the cards as opposed to someone telling you what they mean, very different dynamic. But I also kind of want to try reading for other people. I feel like that would be interesting. You know, any of y'all are open to it. Let me know. <laughs> I also want to reread some of my philosophy books. I love philosophy, okay? Here's why. I like it because it makes you think and there's no definitive answer. So, it's a world of possibilities and you're just given with all you're given all the possibilities. And it's like, well, it could be this, well, it could be this. I it's like a never-ending problem. And it's like, I love it. <laughs> and also, it just helps you open your mind to different things. And, you know, I like to be open-minded and remain open-minded because, you know, you never know what someone else is going through or a different perspective on something especially if you don't have all the information and like i don't know being open-minded is like my thing i want to be accepting of most if not all people so it's it's always good to like you know practice that side of myself i guess i also want to learn how to read like astrology birth charts like there's a whole like thing behind it and you can go into the calendar on this specific day this transit's happening and this could affect i want i want to do that kind of for myself just to see like if that stuff is accurate or you know pertains to me in any way shape or form because i feel like when it comes to astrology you can't just solely base someone off of their sun sign like I can't stand those girls who are like, oh, you're a Scorpio? I can't date you. Mm -mm. No. Like, there people are more multidimensional than their sun sign. I feel like it gets better when you go into, like, the houses and then all, like, the different, like, the moon sign, your Jupiter, your Saturn, whatever. You know? I feel like that's where the power is. Because for the longest time, it's like, I never resonated with my sun sign. I was a Leo. I'm a Leo, okay? And I feel like I resonate with it more now, but I used to be the least confident person in the room. I used to hide from people. I didn't want to be noticed or seen or anything. And now I guess I'm growing into myself. I'm getting a little bit more self-confident. Um, but yeah, I used to really just not resonate with it at all. But hell yeah, I'm super loyal. I've always been that, so we love it um but yeah so those are my goals <laughs> i know it's a lot but i'm an ambitious person so you know just put it out there in the void please hold me accountable because you know your girl can slip up i feel like everyone can slip up when it comes to you know things they intend to do and then don't do I'm, I need to, I need to work on the follow through. Okay. I need to work on the follow through. So anyway, let's go on with some more music and I'll talk to you in a bit. Finally, I played Delusional by Charlie Allen, Married by the Happy Fits, and Uncomfortable by Wallows.
guys. So we're on our last leg of the episode today. So as always, I answer a question. This one is an anonymous question from ask.fm backslash jessicawise31. You can submit questions there if you want to, or you can DM me on Instagram at jessintheflesh.radio. Or sometimes I'll ask on my Instagram stories there too. Also, I take song requests there, all that jazz. So if you have any song requests you want to hear on the show and want to have credit for them, that's where you go, baby. Anyway, the question today is, is it more is it more important to love or be loved? I think that is it is more important to love. If you think about it, right? A lot of things a lot of I believe in karma and a lot of like, oh, if it's like what you put out is what's reflected back to you. So if you do something good for someone else, someone else is going to do something good for you. It's like a give and take. So I feel like by you initiating, like putting love out in the world, you're going to be loved, you know, regardless. If someone loves you first, you know, that's cool. We love that. But I feel like when you initiate it, it's just more powerful. You feel me? But, you know, both are pretty great. Either way, you benefit. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway... Like I said, if you want to connect with me on social media, you can go to at Radio on Instagram. Hit me up there. If you want to submit a discussion topic, you can comment below on the video version of the show on YouTube. If you're watching here, hey, uh, you're acknowledged. Or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, particularly Apple Podcasts, you're going to leave a review don't be shy I, I read all of them and i love it and i appreciate it when you do not no pressure to do it if you want to go for it if not we chilling and yeah so i hope you all enjoyed this episode thank you so so much for listening and being here with me and i hope to see you next time bye guys